Righty, let's get stuck into it because David Long is a very busy man. It has been a, an interesting week for the one New Zealand Warriors. Most of the media attention has not come from what they uh, have been doing themselves, but that uh, of one New Zealand CEO, Jason Paris, and his comments towards the NRL referees, much documented. But the Warriors fronted the media yesterday ahead of uh, their team naming uh, as the clock winds down to their Friday night matchup against the Bulldogs. Looking forward to getting back into the business at hand. Joining us now is uh, David Long, uh, senior stuff uh, sports writer, covers in particular the Warriors day in, day out. Uh, David, good morning to you. I know you're on a, a strict timeline. What, what's the latest you're hearing about the NRL's investigation of Jason Paris and his comments about the NRL referees? Yeah, hi, listen. Well, I understand that they're, they're still looking into it. Um, whatever conclusion they'll come to, uh, I, I'm not sure what it'll be or, or what sort of time that, that will come out. But I'm sure there will be some sort of statement. They're not going to they're not going to let this go without sort of making any comment. I don't think. Um, you know, particularly we we saw sort got a sort of taste of that when Graham Annesley, the NRL, the NRL's referees boss, said he was hot under the collar about these comments on Monday. Um, and it's been a bit quiet from the NRL since then. Um, but uh, I, I don't really know what sort of punishment they can do towards the club because, you know, obviously Jason Paris is not, not employed by the club. But um, as I sort of alluded to in something I wrote yesterday, is that um, one sort of avenue that where the, um, the NRL could sort of seek revenge on, um, on Paris is to... Um, uh, introduce again the clause in Telstra's contract um, with the NRL that they have an exclusivity arrangement of being the only telco to, that's allowed to sponsor an NRL club and they, they sort of um, allowed the Warriors to, to continue to be their sponsors um, as, well, with one New Zealand or Vodafone as they used to be and as, you know it could be at some point in time where they say well actually we want to we want to um, use that exclusivity clause and sorry one New Zealand but you're going to that would be massive. I think it's uh, it's well over a million dollars, the deal there to the Warriors, not easily replaced. So uh, the Warriors spoke yesterday with the media. Uh, you were there, obviously, and uh, they're looking to, to dumb down this, uh, this flame, aren't they, to dampen it down a wee bit with the, the right attitude. Yeah, that's right. I mean, fortunately, I guess in some ways, the, the team stayed in Australia after the, the game against the Panthers in Brisbane, um, and then he, are heading down to, to Sydney for the Bulldogs game. So they've sort of been a, a bit out, away from the sort of the, the headlines a bit, I guess, this week, which has already been a bit beneficial for them. And uh, you know, Andrew Webster tried to sort of um, make the best of the situation yesterday when he spoke to the media, and he's sort of in an awkward position because, you know, he can't go criticising. Um, Matthew, uh, Jason Paris is obviously the, they give they give his club a hell of a lot of money each year, but also he can't come out and say he, he believes he's right either because then he, then he gets into hot water with the NRL. Um, so I mean I'm sure I'm sure Andrew Webster you know he he's um, upset and frustrated about some of the decisions that have gone against the club, um, but you know he he sort of made it his, his stance all year that he's not going to be criticising officials any. And he's sticking with that, really, even though, you know, you can sort of sense deep down that he's, he's as um, frustrated as a lot of people are about, about what's been going on. Interesting to see the appointment of the referees this week for the Warriors game against the Bulldogs. And I've given to Ben Cummins uh, as uh, the man in charge who has a lot of experience under his belt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's an awkward one this week because, uh, you know, 
Well, if people are going to be scrutinising any decisions that go um, for or against the Warriors on Friday, you know, if, if the Warriors start getting a lot go their way, people are going to say, oh, well, the referees, they bowed to public, they bowed to the pressure and, uh, and uh, you know, they're going soft on them. Or if they, if or if they got, this is what decisions go against the Warriors, people will say, well, they're taking revenge because they're unhappy about how, um, how the club treated them this week. So it's, uh, it's, it's an awkward one. And obviously, as you said, Cummings is a, is a very experienced referee. Um, and he probably didn't need someone like that for this game. So uh, you know, hopefully, it's it's a it's a, a game without any issues in it. Right. Let's uh, quickly, if we can, David, look at the the Warriors team, please. Uh, name for the match: uh, Luke Metcalf. A lot of hope that he'll be back very shortly, but uh, he's in the reserve grade team this week. Rocco Berry uh, making his debut for this season. Yeah, it's sort of been forgotten about, hasn't it? The, the team, interesting team selection for this game because of all the always going on. But yeah, there is some uh, some interesting selections for the team with with Rocco Berry back, and it's I think it's um, I think they're very really keen on seeing Rocco back in in the team again and having a good look at him because Andy Webster's been injured a couple of times, and Andy Webster hasn't been able to see him play properly. And I think how he plays, you know, will determine the quite a bit in terms of. You know how they sort of look at their mix for centres for for next year and in the future, really, because you know, they do they do rate Rocco, and we've seen Billy Ali finally a drop down the pecking order a bit lately because um, they don't seem to rate him that much at the moment. And there's Braden Willie Army as well; he's been injured as well. But I think it's a big it's a big game for Rocco, and it's a big few weeks in terms of you know how they sort of see that um, the outside backs for the next few years, really. With that. And an interesting one as well, as you said, with Ronald Volkman coming in into the half. Um, they tried him a few weeks ago with Sean Johnson, and it didn't really work. Um, they were playing two similar styles, and it was like there were two sort of guys playing, trying to play the same way out there, and it didn't, it didn't really click together. Um, and that's why um, uh, Dylan Walker got put into the team. Um, and they haven't. Andy Wood said they want to give it another go at Walker. Volkman there this weekend and I think but the main reason for that is I think over the last few weeks they've lost that impact on 20 minutes when they had uh, Dylan Walker and Jazz Tavanger coming on and, and running the field and making a really big impact against some tired uh, forwards in the middle that was one of the real sort of um, positives about the early season uh, wins on the Warriors and obviously Jazz is out for at least six more weeks with his injury and then with Dylan going in starting at 5-8 he's out of that role now so um um, I, I expect, you know, um, that to be a big boost for the Warriors on Friday night with Dylan um, coming on and sort of trying to create some chaos and he's got very quick footwork to sort of dance around um, tight middle forward. So, um, you know, that could be a, a positive for, for the Warriors on Friday night. Um, are, we, are we looking to expect uh, Tohu Harris to run out? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he said he was all fine after his um, knee... Uh, problem a couple of weeks ago, and he got through the last weekend's game all right. So as far as I know, it's it's, it's all it's all go with him, yeah. Okay, uh, just um, Mitchell Barnett, of course, had a cracking start to the season, um, but not named at all. What are, have they given an update on how, he, how Mitchell Barnett's going? This is it's a bit of a murky one, this. Um, so I I heard some talk a while ago that he's you know that there's been discussions about whether. He's going to take medical retirement, and he doesn't want to take any more risks with his neck. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, put his, his, the rest of his life—not the rest of his life in danger, but you know, affect the rest of his life. Because he makes another bad 
bang to his neck. I did some inquiries in, inside the club around this and they sort of insisted that, uh, no, there's been no talk of retirement that they've heard of. Um, if Mitchell's been telling people, they don't know about that. But he is going to see a specialist this week to look at the bruising on his neck because um, it, um, it hasn't got, last time it was taken, it hadn't gone down that much. So um, I think that's quite a sort of um, a big um, appointment is for a specialist on that, which could determine, you know, what the future sort of looks like for, for Mitchell Barnett. Because, you know, he's, he's sort of become, he's not a man, but he did have a really big impact um, at the beginning of the season um, for the Warriors. And obviously he was a key part of what they were looking for in terms of having that big um, middle um, middle forward in the team this year. Uh, David, uh, we know you've got to head off, so uh, thanks very much uh, for um, just uh, making yourself available first thing this morning um, and uh, those updates uh, in and around the refereeing situation and the team itself. Have a terrific day and thank you again. Thanks a lot. Cheers.